Yeah, I'm talking to you, sassy girl. Need a little ah in your step? Try this on for size. It's pop. It tastes great. It makes you feel kind of funny. Not here, not down there, but all up in this area. Talking pop. Sick and tired of hearing all these people talk about What's the deal with this pop life and when is it gonna fade out The thing you got to realize what we're doing is not a trend We got the gift of melody, we're gonna bring it till the end, come on now Hi, this is the Talking Pop Live pre-show Just waiting on my co-host to call in real quick um we have some fun stuff to talk about tonight so hopefully everybody sticks around um hi hot mess express i think that you probably need to stick around because you're going to be um one of the focal points of our discussion tonight more to come on that later (laughs) hi (laughs) i'm so excited that you're listening (laughs) and uh sean i see that you're listening and my co-host is now listening hi co-host call me and then um after (laughs) 10 thank you after tim and i um present our uh situation here and talk about it then we'll take some calls and see what you guys think and uh oh he's gonna be with me shortly then so let me vamp a little bit um in addition to our our listener email question advice fuck shit junk that it will be um we're going to be talking some tiger king tonight because um you know we're going to miss our window if we don't talk about it now and um we have many thoughts we have very many thoughts about tiger king which i'm sure everybody does um, so now, hi, how are you? Told you it'd just be shortly, very, very shortly. It was very shortly. It is the uh, Carol fucking Baskin to my Joe Exotic <laughs> MK4. Thank you for that. And uh, hey, you. all you cool cats and kittens in the live <laughs> Thank chat. you. Hey, uh, somebody's calling me already. Let's see. Oh. Hello. I believe this is Peter Winston, right? Is it? Yes, it is. And, Hi. and this, this app or application really confuses me. Why? Okay. Because they won't. Okay, I should probably mute this Rolling Stones concert in the background. Um, because it, it's it's telling me that I need to download the app on the com- on the computer, and my laptop's from 2014. I'm not downloading anything more <laughs> on it. Like it cannot be disturbed at this point, or uh, I'm not going to be able to do podcasts for a while or I'll just be recording off my phone. So mm-hmm. in doing mm-hmm. this here, it's telling me to use a headset on the phone, but my headset is a USB port. So how do you, how do you function through, oh, you probably just <laughs> on your computer, right? Well, actually I couldn't figure it out on my computer either. So I just put my earbuds in, um, and just did it that way. Yeah, I can tell you I'm not using a headset. I'm using a Bluetooth uh, uh, headphones, but other than that, I'm, I've just got my phone in front of me. So we're very professional well, right here now, on Talking Pop. We are. 
right now I have the ridiculous setup where I have my headset around like my neck. So it's like, you know, <laughs> off the top of my head, but I have earbuds in, which <laughs> is like the, it's like the weird brother of when I have the earbuds in and the headset over the top, which is uh, <laughs> what I did when I when I tried to do a live podcast of my own last week, and I just decided about five minutes in, just screw it; it doesn't really matter. Right. That's the best thing about doing a live podcast. It's just you know, if you mess up, it's fine. You know, you just move on. But thank yeah. you for yeah, coming I mean, in. Though. We're uh, yeah, we we are live, so. We can't make any mistakes, Jenny. Uh, and I'm, of course, uh, very nervous because anyone could be listening to this right now. And uh, mm -hmm. we just we need to act right is what it comes down to. What? That's <laughs> not what people listen for. <laughs> it said, what did it say when I joined? Defamatory harassing obscene or racist content <laughs> is prohibited. Um, yeah. I don't think we've been racist, certainly not no. overtly in the no. history of this show, but I mean, defamatory, harassing, For sure. yeah. obscene, yeah. kind of the Well, brand. as long as you don't do all of them, it's okay. You could do some of them. Oh, okay. Just well, wait, all but, at the same time. The, define, define obscene, because this, this could reach that level. I mean, obscene, doesn't the, didn't the Supreme Court basically decide that it is whatever you decide that it is, whatever the yes. ultimate standard <laughs> You can't define it, but you know it when you see it, I believe, is, is the definition. Yeah. Well, that makes so sense. somebody could be a real troublemaker and try and cause problems for the for this podcast if, if they yeah. deem something obscene like Well, who um, would do that though? I mean, uh, well, it's luckily it's an audio form, so nobody can post pictures of uh, some guy spreading his ass cheeks. But <laughs> other than that, I mean, Look. all you have to do is mention that. it. <laughs> if you mention it, it just it conjures the image. So I it think does. that still counts. Yeah. Hmm. I, th I, th right. I think I've become, yeah. <laughs> We're going to get right into it. Feel free to hang out, Peter, and uh, talk about this as well. Um, so a couple of, well, Time has no meaning anymore, but I was just um, saying, we have no idea what we got. We had no idea. It, it was my fault because I had called like, you know, we're going to give advice. We're going to answer questions like we did our mailbag episode. And then I failed to check my email like a dumbass. Oops. And then there was an email sitting in there a month later when I went to go check it. So I was like, oh, my God, somebody asked for our advice about something. Right. <laughs> and uh, so it's kind of a long email, but I'm going to read it all. And this is someone we, we don't know, by the way. We this don't know, no. A, um, a even, even has a code name, Hot Mess Express. <laughs> love it. <laughs> Which oh. is hilarious. <laughs> I like to think I that I like to think that they went to go make that email address just just to write just into Just for us. us. Yeah. <laughs> just for this situation. Or uh, is, this are there any numbers in are there any numbers no. in the email? Is it like hot hot mess express seven because there were six that came before? No, it says hot mess express conductor. So I feel oh, like Oh, so the original. Good. Yeah, the yeah, original, original right. conductor. They organized it. <laughs> hot mess express. <laughs> so uh here we go. It's a long email. <clears throat> I'm gonna try to read it. Worth it. Hi, 
Hi, Jenny and Tim. Many years ago, I met a special man. It's safe to say we had crushes on each other, but we're both involved in relationships. So we enjoyed a mild flirtation and beautiful friendship. Life took us in different directions and we lost touch, but he reached out to me on Facebook a few years ago. I immediately remembered why I was so crazy about him back, back then. Things were really good, but then started going downhill. He had been hurt in the past and settled into single life, doing his own thing, and was comfortable and content. I fell in love with him. We both made a lot of mistakes, but somehow kept working it out. I make a lot of effort towards him, maybe too much. He does not reciprocate that effort. I have a busy life, as does he, but it seems like his sole focus is on his online friends and small circle that does not include me. I get upset and lash out, but we always make up. We made a decision to focus on our friendship while still engaging in mind-blowing sex. Mm. I know he cares about me, <laughs> but something is missing. I've seen. You have to stop reading. It is. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to self-edit here. <laughs> okay. I'd have wet my whistle, too. Um, yeah. Uh, I know he cares about me, but something is missing. I need him to make an effort and show me that I am special to him. Um, <laughs> this weekend is my birthday. He has other plans. <laughs> that was the last straw for me. Despite how deeply I care for him, I had to walk away. But now I am regretting it. I miss him so much it hurts, and it's only been a few days. It feels final this time. Perhaps my resolve and finally standing up. Perhaps it's my resolve and finally standing up for myself. I'm not angry at him, just deeply hurt. Do I continue to fight for him or do I move on? I've been listening to y'all for a while and would love your perspective. My friends don't know I was still talking to him as they feel he is a loser and doesn't treat me the way I deserve to be treated. So discussing it with them is not an option. Thanks in advance for your consideration. Um, that is uh, an amazing email and Tim's wet dream when it comes to you. It, it um, is. I, I just first, yeah, I, I, I really want to say and, and stress that um, before we get into the actual advice giving portion that uh, this email is a dream. Um, this is exactly what we want when we put out the call for you know, what, what kinds of advice can you give or just answering questions? And I mean, it just checks all the boxes. It's again, it's an anonymous listener um, with a great, great pseudonym. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> a, 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 just a mess, you know, a real messy story that you can dig into and just, it, it gives you a lot to talk about, you know, it's, it's fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I, and I'm not trying to make light of this situation. It's right, just, right. This is what you want to talk about when, when you're doing, when you have the gumption, <laughs> as we do, to give anyone advice. <laughs> Who are we? Um, well written. My God. I mean, it's, this this person is, is really, um, I, I almost, I don't want to say it's fake or you wrote it yourself, Jenny, but. Um, How dare you, sir? I did not. It, it's too, almost too perfect, is is what I'm saying. So, I did, I could never write this well. I'll be honest with you. I'll be like, um, <laughs> it's not a <laughs> so writer anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
So, uh, hot mess. Uh, I should say that um, the author of this email is in the chat right now. Yes, um, <laughs> which is amazing she, to me as well. This is a she, right? This is a woman. I'm um, assuming she, based on the avatar, um, yeah. and yeah, so, yes. So yes, She's okay, confirmed, confirmed. Okay. Uh, female. So that's good. And she confirmed so this, that this is real, also. Right, and also that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> on the yeah. Other. Not like we're putting you, you on the spot or anything. Yeah, you know, I, I can't edit this later. I guess, but <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> this is it. Um, so, what are your what are your immediate thoughts about the situation? Ooh, um, I will tell you that I do have an update um, because this is okay. a while ago. So, yeah, um, so let's I want to talk and... about it first, and then right. I'll get the update to see. Yeah, let's, we let's put ourselves back in time here. This was before yeah. the world ended, actually. Right, right, yes. When, when we still had hope for a future. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think the term that comes to mind is uh, uh, dickmatized is what's happened here. Oh, um, you think so? The dick is too good. And well, I, what do you do? I mean, it's a, it happens. Um, it does happen, yes. Yeah, and you sort of try to justify why this relationship should be more than it is um when really it's well it's, it's the physical aspects that's there as, as they would say on love is blind um <laughs> the physical aspect is not lacking at all but uh it sounds like the um emotional connection is uh mm-hmm. leaves a lot to be desired mm-hmm. so i don't know this is the type of situation you find yourself in, you sort of have to take yourself aside and just say, all right, does this relationship, do I mean as much to this person as they mean to me? And it sounds like Hot Mess, Hot Mess Express has already answered that question herself and saying mm-hmm. she's really doing all the heavy lifting and not getting nothing in return. Or very little, uh, other than the good dick. That's that's not nothing. Right, right. Yeah, that is not nothing. But that's not nothing. But oh. yeah, if if you're wanting something more than that, then I guess you have two options. Really, you can hit him with it. Say, uh, look, this is where I'm at, and this is not where you're at. So you've got to come up to my level if this thing's going to work. May right, or what- may not be willing to do that. What um, I'm afraid of is that mm-hmm. he will just continue to string her along because, right. you know, it's probably good pussy too. So, right, right. You know, so it's like he don't want to lose that. He don't want to lose this person that's like exactly. does everything, you know, puts forth all the effort. Um, that person that you know is going to be there for you. You don't want to lose that, but. You are also not willing to do much about it, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. you're already so, a step ahead of me in thinking if you sort of confront him with it, you know what it's going to be. It's going to be a bunch of, oh, I'll, I'll do better. Oh, you right. mean so much to me. Blah, blah, you know, of course, yeah. they're going to act like they're going to try. Uh, so, I mean, that's one route to take. I'm not saying it's necessarily the best route. On the other hand, you could maybe reassess your own expectations, which is easy, much easier said than done. I know when, you know, emotions get involved and 
you can tell yourself, okay, if it's just a physical thing, then I just need to treat it like a physical thing and, and be okay with that and say right. that that's enough for me. If, if that's true, um, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but that's the other side to it. Right. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's, it, it really is hard. Um, I, uh, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm slightly familiar with this situation, but it's, it's okay. like, um, you, you don't want to be the only one in it. You don't want to be, um, there doing everything by yeah. yourself. You know, like, why, why is that always me putting forth this effort? Why is it not us doing the mm-hmm. thing? And that you can get better real quick, you know. Even even the good D can't take away that, um, you know, that frustration. It's it goes a long way, but it's not gonna. It's not ultimately gonna be what keeps you going. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's uh, you can't probably can't live on good dick alone. <laughs> <laughs> Need something. Try more as you might. Yes. Need something more sustaining in the end, right? Uh, and, and I think that that the I mean I joke about the emotional connection, but mm-hmm. honestly, isn't that harder to find? Isn't that harder to come by than just getting dick down real good? I mean, <laughs> you don't, don't want to take that honestly. for granted. Again, <laughs> I, I was gonna say it's it's like I said it's it's not nothing, but um. You can, I mean, you can, you can manage that. Like that's, that's something you can control to some extent, like go out of your way and look for it, you know, but you can't really do that with just having that solid foundation. Mm -hmm. If that's what you're real, where you are in your life and that's what you're looking for. Um, And it's reciprocated, you know, and it's reciprocated. It's funny. I mean, some couples kind of have that unspoken understanding of, I do 90% and you do 10%. It's just, I mean, right. it's messed up, yeah. but it sort of yeah. works for them. But um, I think that these two are just not on the same page and mm-hmm. maybe aren't realizing uh, that there's even, you know, I, I don't think he necessarily realizes there's an issue. Like he's, he's probably thinking, oh, we just have a casual sex thing. You know, mm-hmm. we're just fuck buddies. Um, right. And yeah, we've been long-term fuck buddies, but that's all it is. Probably what he's thinking in his head. Peter, what do you think? Oh boy, I was was wondering if you would ask me. I, I kind of feel like Doctor Drew on Loveline here. Yeah, uh, you are doling out relationship advice. Good Loveline type question, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yes, this does feel very Loveline, except uh, unlike Doctor Drew, I'm not going to uh, downplay any <clears throat> pandemics or anything. But what I think, <laughs> I'm not going to uh, diagnose her I... trauma either. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I what I think do. what I think, and, and this this might be something that's easier said than done is hot mess mm-hmm. should you know look look at themselves first take care of themselves first because uh good dick did we establish the name of That's uh, the, the guy I, term, I, yes. yeah okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, clearly there's an established pattern of behavior here where 
it, it, that that doesn't seem like it's going to change and it seems like effort has been made to try and change that probably on multiple occasions and it hasn't to this point so you have to kind of take care of yourself and make the determination can you can you hold out for something much much more for a more emotional connection that also involves good dick or at least pretty good dick six out of ten mm-hmm. dick something like that <laughs> yeah you might have and, to settle in, in one aspect or the other and not and isn't not that put fucking sad through, <laughs> and not put yourself through like the heartache that you've experienced from time to time in between you know gratifying sexual sessions and whatnot mm. because you you can get that elsewhere if you truly believe in yourself Mm. that's all it takes well i sound sound like a sports coach but yeah (laughs) (laughs) well and and sometimes you get these little epiphanies when you are taking care of yourself when you are just in a different frame of mind and have a healthier overall outlook you just you start to have these revelations and you're like oh huh what was i thinking i was doing this i need to be doing that and you could be like Te- uh, Kelly Taylor. You you can choose oh. you. You don't have to choose Brandon or Dylan. You can choose you. Good. <laughs> this is Ooh. how I feel about that. There's the soundboard. There's that. <laughs> Sorry. That's how we do. Um, all right. So feeling more um, and more like Lovelorn. <laughs> so um, when I, you know, I. I read this email and I sent it to Tim and we freaked out a little bit. We didn't yeah. talk about it at all, but we just no, like, yeah. Other than you know. to fall all over ourselves yes. over this great yes. <laughs> this patch, really, that we got. So then I responded and I was like, you know, I'm sorry that I did not see this earlier. That is my bad. Uh, but we're definitely going to um, talk about it on the show. And then I got a response uh, which reads, hey, girl, thanks for getting back to me. I had forgotten I sent this. I blame the copious amount of wine I consumed while I was pissed off. <laughs> this retroactively makes it better. Which I love. I love. Yes. Update. Uh, he reached out and we spent my birthday weekend together. But the online friend thing still befuddles me. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Finding the balance between real life and online friendships. Uh, keep up the good work. I spent a lot of time commuting. Well, probably not anymore, but um, and stumbled upon your podcast. Not it is funny. a refreshing change from the radio. Well, thank you very much for that, too. Um, and so the we should trade. She says we should trademark Dickmatize. <laughs> Honestly, I think it already is. I know I've heard that. I stole it from. I'm trying to remember who I stole it from, and it's really bothering me. I don't want people to think Google that's it. original, actually. <laughs> you should have just I'm, I'm already it. on it. Uh, yeah. It's a song. He does it's our apparently research. A rap. It's a rap song by uh, Kitty Smile and Crookers uh, <laughs> from the movie Climax. Okay. I don't know. This, uh, well, I think we yeah, have our outro know. song uh, yeah, we do. for when this is <laughs> downloadable. Awesome. It is in the Urban Dictionary, so I mean that that kind of tells all whether something right. exists. Yeah. Um. So, finding the balance between real life and online friendships, uh, I'm be honest, I laughed out loud when I read that because <laughs> I, I have no balance in that. 
sure. none because um, all of my friends are pretty much online, especially now. <laughs> so there is no balance for me. I have no way to like counsel you about that because I'm yeah woefully uh, fucked up in that area as well. I guess part of me wonders what's sort of the community around these online friends. Like, are these people like he does, I don't know, like Xbox live or yeah. know, play video games or they have some kind of shared interest that unites them. Like if it's something like that, I mean, it sounds pretty innocuous. Um, mm. You also kind of wonder uh what's his situation like does he have a lot of in-person interpersonal relationships or is this sort of like for you and me i think we, yeah we don't have well, a lot of all online <laughs> yeah quote unquote real life <laughs> friends i mean not that this isn't real life but um well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's my friends are kind of my friends, and they yeah. happen to be largely these days um, online, you know, just due to distance. Uh, mm. So, yeah, I, I I'm not great with those kind of boundaries either. Um, but uh, I, don't I mean, know. I Unless live I live yeah. attached to my phone, like you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm really bad. <laughs> I'm really bad at the distance. <laughs> Real life friends don't drop randomly, <laughs> random socially unacceptable photos, apparently. Well, maybe his friends don't, but well, uh, maybe they just don't have the opportunity is what it is. They would if they could. Pete, do you have any balance in your real life friends and online friends? Well, do you have any real life friends? Uh, <laughs> I, I had a real life friend who came and visited me and I talked to him through the window today. It was great. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> that's um, <laughs> I, I do, I do have, luckily I had experience in this realm and, and, and fortunately for me, it was mostly from observing what it did to other people in kind of, you know, the, the danger of it. I mean, anybody who knows mm. me, you know, I, I have, season tickets to the Bruins. So I go to a lot of hockey games. So a lot of my socializing is with that. But back in 2004, mm. 2005, they canceled the hockey season because of uh, the labor stoppage. So during that time, how did people, uh, <laughs> how did the people that I know from those games spend that time? They were on a message board, u2.com. And we're posting, this was when the How to Dismantle an Atomic, basically when that Vertigo uh, song was in every iPod oh, commercial yeah. and uh, mm. burned into your brain. And some of my friends got extremely involved in the board and would go and travel to YouTube concerts all around the country. In fact, my best friend became like the popular reviewer on the website and had kind of a little cult of personality. Of, of mm. all things. Another guy, uh, you know, met a woman through that site and uh, they developed a relationship with each other despite both being married and they themselves ended up getting married about six years later. So wow. I can kind of, I could kind of okay. see how uh, things like that could 
screw everything up. Now, I was kind of on the periphery of that because I went to all the shows, but I didn't really engage with anybody because I could maintain my status as the friend of the guy with the cult of personality. I, I was right. like Fidel Castro's best friend. So it was a good position <laughs> to be in. The important thing to remember is your actual real life friends, like re reach out to them every so often, even if it's just like an innocuous text message about something you saw in a movie. I mean, I just mm -hmm. saw a mistake in the movie major league right now. I've been watching that movie for 30 years probably once every three months, and I never noticed it. So I texted my friend down in Florida. I hadn't sent him a text message in probably about three weeks. But it's important to stay engaged with, like, the, the people that you know, like, the, pe the people that, like, you went to school with, that you, you mm -hmm. know, that, that you've become friendly with through work or whatever. So it, it's, it's all about, you know, yeah. make, making that little effort. Now, in these times, it's a little, it's a little bit different. You kind of do that through... Um, scheduled Zoom meetings, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the thing now. Podbean live. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, podcast. Let's see. I like. I agree with you, but I always find myself being the one reaching out and never being reached out to, and so I tend to get my feelings hurt about that. And mm. I will be like, "Why am I always the one?" Like you know, inviting you to things or asking you to do things. Why are you not reciprocating this? And so I, I always feel like in every relationship, I'm always the one like trying harder and it like gets exhausting. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, you know what? It'd be nice if y'all, you know, reached out to me sometime, you know? But, but not everybody is going to be that way. You should think of I yourself know. as a doer. I'm the one who makes things happen. A doer. I, I am yeah, the one that Yeah, but that's knocks. exhausting. It's exhausting. And it doesn't, like, uh, I don't know. It just, it puts all the pressure on you to come up with everything all of the time. And you're like, this is a friendship, you know? So what I'm hearing is not worth it. Join an online cult instead yes cult is the way to go that's <laughs> what i'm cultivate, saying Much cultivate like your, kelly taylor your, she did that too yeah 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 mm. <sighs> i don't know and, and i'll still do it like it'll take me years to get to the point where i'm like okay i'm done with you <laughs> so mm -hmm. um it'll happen and, and they'll get their chances to like you know reach out to me too and it's not like it's not like I Yeah, yeah. I mean like so I can give you a lot of leeway. Yeah, you're not I'm, really keeping a score a, a scorecard so much as this has happened a lot over a long yeah. period of time. And I am now, as you put it, done with you. Yeah. Um, like Hot Mess says, friendship thing. shouldn't be hard work. Know your worth. No. But, okay, this also brings up another thing that I have about friendship. Because I will, like, a lot of my female friends will post this shit on Facebook about, um, even if we don't see each other or talk that much, just oh, know yeah. that I'm in your corner and I'm on your side and I'm, I'm here for you for whatever you need. I'm like, no. Real friends could go years without talking and then pick up yeah. the phone one day and no. it's like, hey, girl. That is bullshit. <laughs> I had a friend. I had a friend like that for a long time. And I I was just like, you know what? 
No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. It, it can't always be me, and you you can't expect your good vibes it's a very, to be it's a very, friendship. Yeah, let me absolve myself of some guilt here by posting this inspirational Facebook shit. Yeah, like, yeah, and people will go in there and be like, "I love you, girl. I hope <laughs> yeah. you're doing good." And I'm like, "No, mm-mm. I always wanted to have that friend that would just walk up in my shit. You know, just walk in my house mm-hmm. without knocking. You know, I wanted to be like." close like that and mm. you know it just i don't know heavy topic yeah. for you then it's, yeah uh, it is it's it, it's actually like <laughs> i have deep like, thing, right? trauma about all this <laughs> so, oh, <not laughs> trying to keep it light yeah. um sean said that's why i'm still friends with ones from high school um no patience for 2020 people that's where you make chat friends Mm. And then Nate says, Brother Nate, hi, Brother Nate. Uh, Uh, There's levels to friendships. Not everyone's a main center. Some friends are perennial mid-career. And so it's up to you to decide if you want to keep them on your roster. I think there was some some autocorrect going on there. Yeah, something like that. Um, the the mid Carter friends that you had it's it's sort of you talk about your tiers of friendships so you know you have your really close you have your best friend or friends your close friends and you sort of outside of that circle it it, it increasingly turns to like acquaintances right and um, mm-hmm. I don't know it, it's sort of I try not to think about again, real life, for lack of a better term, relationships that way. Some people Mm -hmm. kind of float into your life and then back out. And it's kind of an ebb and flow to that. And I'm sort of okay with it. Um, That may be me rationalizing because I've often not been a good friend. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Admittedly. Um, But I mean, and as far as the, the online friendship thing, like, when is this a problem? I guess is sort of getting back to mm-hmm. um, the question here. It's, you know, is it really, is it taking away from things that you could or would should otherwise be doing in your real life? Um, like, you know, th- these two are working on their relationship now, it sounds like, right. Maybe they are um, getting the emotional connection that was lacking but mm-hmm. there's still this, um, no, we can't uh, have this romantic dinner because um, I'm going to go play Red Dead Redemption and chat with my friends. Kind of, you know, like, or I'm going to go watch you know, wrestling with my friends. Or wrestling. Or, <laughs> yeah. Ignore my family. I've had enough Ignore of Ignore all of y'all. Yes. It's time um, to watch wrestling. I'm but that's different, that. I feel like. I, I really do feel like that. that's just... I kind of need a break now. Um, mm-hmm. Y'all me- leave me alone because mm-hmm. I need some alone time. Um, and it's, I guess it's sort of how much of that quality time <laughs> to yourself are you needing or taking? And is that an indication that maybe there's, there's something wrong here, like that you're trying to escape from? Uh, it's a fine mm-hmm. line, right? That's a, mm-hmm. that's a real gray area. It's all so self-care. Yeah, without knowing the extent of uh, Dude Bros online friendships and the community of interest or whatever and what mm-hmm. all they're doing, 
and how much time he's spending doing it, uh, it's it's hard to really say more than you know talking general generalities. I guess easy for me to say right now. Uh, but like you know, friendships when they end are like even on like online friendships that I've had um, that have waned um, just for whatever reason. That hurts just as much to me as mm-hmm. an online friend or a real mm-hmm. life friendship. So I don't know. It, it's. Nate says it's the old reason, season, lifetime cliche. And PS4 is a lifetime friend. A lifetime. Oh, God. I wonder if Nate would like to join us. More than welcome to call in if you'd like, Nate. Yeah, Nate. Yeah, we have have two lines open. So if anybody wants to speak on this, speak on this topic. Um, so, if, if hot mess, you know, wants to call in, that's fine too. Certainly. We can talk about, I, I'd like to talk about how good the D is, but I mean, <laughs> that's kind of a sidetrack. Um, <laughs> maybe that's going too far on this. It's been putting up with some shit for a long time. It's gotta yeah. be pretty up there. <laughs> Girl, she <says laughs> she <that>. <laughs> All right, brother Nate, the dick is good. All right, speaking of, speaking of good dick, here we go. Oh. Brother Nate? I mean, you people have said good dick about three or four times, and much like Beetlejuice or Bloody Mary <laughs> or, the, or the Candyman, when you, when you say that phrase more than three times, I shall appear. Oh, he popped me. <laughs> oh, how, how, you, how you beautiful people doing tonight? I'm having a you great know, time. Yeah. I mean, it's, I have no idea what day it is. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But by the way, uh, Merry Christmas, Jennifer. Uh, yeah. Happy ain't no, New Year. Ain't, ain't nobody going nowhere till January. Uh, Brother Tim, happy Kwanzaa, my friend. <laughs> oh, thank you. You know, I enjoyed some of uh, Sandra Lee's Kwanzaa cake. I, I made that um, <laughs> in my home over the holidays. <sighs> Uh, so today is uh, March thirty third, I believe. Yeah, I believe <laughs> that. Is Lousy smart weather. Right. Yes. Nate, so Nate, do you do you have any uh, trouble balancing your real life and your online friendships? I I used to maybe you could say uh, back back in the wild wild west of the internet when when MySpace and 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 Black Planet was was a thing like, mm. that was. That was that was some real cowboy shit, uh, uh, Tim Capel, back in those days. Yes, <laughs> I, like you know, I can't say I spent a lot of time on Black Planet, but I, I'm familiar with it. Mm. I have no fear of Black Planet. Look here, Tim Capel. For a while, I I, I was so uh, locked in, shall we say, to the to that online lifestyle. I was on sites mm. that I didn't even have the proper qualifications for. Like I'm sliding okay. over to mihente.com. I can't speak no Spanish. I'm sliding. I'm sliding. <laughs> over, I'm sliding over to farmers only. I don't even own a hoe. So <laughs> yeah, I would stay off that side if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> farmers only. I mean, where, where else am I going to find these white women to vex me? Where, where else am I going to find these white women, Jenny? Vexingwhitewomen.com. <laughs> <laughs> that is the very definition of deepest, darkest internet. 
Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm. There's a rabbit hole. God, you gotta love it. So I, you I, learned I through all of that. Yeah, I, I did. I, I think that you know, with with age and maturity comes back comes wisdom, hopefully, and with wisdom comes balance. And I think there's a way, right, to to kind of keep connected online, but also to not let that become all-consuming, to not let that become the be-all, end-all of your relationships, uh, because there is a limit to it. And, and I think that, you know, that was something like the my, my ex uh, up in Canada was somebody that I met online. And mm -hmm. there were lessons learned through that experience, you know, and I think like when you meet people online, there is like, it's cool that you have access to people that you probably wouldn't have met in, in the quote-unquote real world, but there's also mm -hmm. a there's also like uh, a bit of a shortcut in that that takes a lot of the steps and a lot of the work out of building a genuine friendship or a genuine relationship that you'd have to do if you were actually meeting somebody face to face. And so I a think a lot point. of times it gets too easy and people, in my opinion, Tim, like they get far too casual, far too quick with people that they meet online. Yeah. Yeah. Far too casual. There is something to that because... I mean, when you're in person, you've, you've really got to be on. you got to be on your game the whole yep. time. You can't pause to compose your thoughts perfectly with what you want to say or <laughs> come back with a, a witty gif or whatever it is. And I mean, you can really kind of, I don't want to say defraud somebody in your own direction, <laughs> but Cat you can make them think that you're shit when you're really not shit. I mean, <laughs> you're giving them like the highlights. You're giving them the yeah. highlights, and like uh, like Jenny knows one of the, one of my one of my superpowers is I can come up with a video that fits any yes any setting any 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 conversation, and so yeah, that yeah. used to be my jam, Tim Caper. Like I was the king of she sends me a a text or an email or whatever, and I look at it, and it, you know this is back before they could show that you read the message. I look mm -hmm. at it, I'll be like, okay, let me go and let me go into Billy Shakespeare mode. I compose a, a beautiful <laughs> sonnet, throw in a little YouTube right. clip. And they like, wow, this this is the most deep, sensitive, intricate man I've ever talked to. That's right. <laughs> M meanwhile, I got Starcade '94 in the background. Like, <laughs> the internet is your Cyril de Bergerac. <laughs> providing that information. Wow! Wow! That's oh, well said. More, more well said. Audience. It's like that Brady Bunch where Peter hid out in the woods to uh, uh, tell the other kid to. <laughs> Why talk did to I that know girl. there would be a Brady Bunch reference? Well, it's, it's, it's what I know. It's my it's my it is, reference. It, it really is. <laughs> so I mean, what I, I what do, is I, your advice, Nate, for uh, hot mess? Who uh, re recap me because I came on late. Uh, re recap me on on the deep. Give me the give me the hot deets, Jennifer. Well, bas basically, she feels like she puts in like most of the effort uh, in their relationship. He treats it more casually, um, mm. but the sex sex is really good, and um, okay, she okay, she can't put that D, and mm. uh, it's rough. That's why we keep saying it. I mean, it's it's we're certainly um, not above just saying it for shits and giggles, but it's related to um, this question we got from uh, from a listener who we do not know, but sent us an amazing, incredible, messy story that was um, really everything. So, yeah, the, the good dick um, 
is what's holding it together, basically, for uh, her and uh, this relationship. <sighs> but she wants to Okay. I, I think, like, yeah, this, this, is a, this is a sticky situation here, Jennifer Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, particularly now, like, particularly going through what we are going through as a collective society, you have to, and I'm speaking to you, Miss Miss uh, Miss Hot Mess, Sister Sister Mess, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sister Mess. Uh, you you have to take care of yourself first and foremost, right? You right. Uh, if 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 this person, if this relationship isn't providing you anything other than physical gratification, which is great, and you want more, then you need to find more. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't. You cannot allow this to con- like. If all you want is good D, then by all means have fun. And if all you want is you know uh, a little uh, little little quarantine buddy, uh, you know enjoy that. But if what you really want is a real relationship, if what you really want is a real connection past the physical, then you owe it to yourself to find that because it's not fair to yourself to limit your opportunities to limit this relationship and it's. In a, in a way, it's not fair to Mr. D, uh, Brother D. Uh, <laughs> brother, if, if, if you want more and he's not providing it for you and, and that causes friction in a relationship, it's like if I go to McDonald's and I'm like, how come y'all ain't got no filet mignon? Every time I come through here, I ask for filet mignon and you don't have it. I hate McDonald's. And it's like, yeah, I, I, should, I, should, I should not limit myself, Tim Capel, to a Happy Meal. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not McDonald's fault that they don't have filet mignon on the menu because that's not what McDonald's do. And for, for Sister Mess, you know, it is not your fault whatsoever that this relationship, that, that you are not receiving everything you need and deserve out of this relationship. But by the same token, it's not Brother D's fault because he's shown you what he's coming to the table with. And if he's not willing to change and adapt and, and give you more, then you owe it to yourself to go get more. Well, she says um, we actually have a very emotionally intimate relationship. Mm. Uh, I, I know we're joking about the dick, but we are tight. Um, so that's. I mean, good. it sounds like it's gotten better since. Yeah, I feel like it's we, gotten uh, better. We got the and this all we got the the story. This was all pre end of the world. Uh, yes. So it it sounds like they're in a better place now. Than they were. Okay, see that now you got see Jennifer Smith gave me bad information, got me out here sounding like Trump. Like I know I said it was I I said it was a hoax, but now it's not a hoax anymore, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) This is a real this is a real relationship. Y'all need to go ahead and get married, have y'all some little kids, and I will officiate. I I believe in love. (laughs) We wanted to address it in the uh, spirit of how it was originally (laughs) You know, a lot of people out there might be in the same sticky situation. Could could be um, you know universal advice. Uh, I'm telling you, look, bo- boyfriends and girlfriends out there, or boyfriends and boyfriends, girlfriends, and girlfriends, whatever, whatever your persuasion is. This this yeah. this quarantine is gonna test the fabric of your relationship. Yeah. It's gonna tell who's real and who's not, who's a contender and who's a pretender. Yeah. I'm telling you, coronavirus is gonna show you how much that man or that woman really loves you. That's something I've been thinking about throughout all of this is, you know, if it was, if you're in a, a place where your relationship wasn't really on the firmest footing mm. to begin with, um, all those cracks are about to blow. Yep. Uh, it's, you know. Well, it's just we have another things. caller too. Do we? Yep. Who is Who this? Who we got? 
I can't believe it. I just listened to a podcast for five minutes where Peter Winston didn't say a word. <laughs> well, you got me, you got Tim, and you got Nate. So yeah, it's hard yeah, for I'm Peter to get a word in. How the hell am I going to follow <laughs> Nate Milton, for God's sakes? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no one following Nate, that's for sure. <laughs> How you uh, doing, Justin? Oh, uh, you know, battling the crippling anxiety that exists with this current state of our lives. Right, yes. Well, that's another thing, yeah. That's it's exposing a lot of uh, anxiety that we have, this, this how, uncertainty. How are, you, how are you balancing your real life and your online relationships? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. Uh, you know, I've been doing more podcasts somehow. I've actually increased my podcast output. I don't know how. Amazing. Just doing that and... I probably watch too much cable news, but mm. just kind of like I just work in my basement all day because I work from home. So and I got two TVs, so it's like well, I just have one on there at all times, which I don't know if it's good or bad mm-hmm. or half and half. I don't know; it's all awful. But I've watched a lot of old WrestleManias too, but not too recent because I don't want to hit the era where we were started going to them because I can't handle that. Yeah, I can't handle that either. Um, what else? Well, well, any, ca- any cable a, uh, news is too much cable news. That's all I have to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's funny because I've never watched as much at all. I am sure. not a news person. Like, I never watch any of that shit. To the point where I've actually been told at work I should watch more um, to stay tuned. But, like, I, I don't, like, pretty much, like, you know, social media is, like, my news, usually. Um, so this has been a huge awakening for me, but I, like I, I do worry for the people that aren't smart enough to parse out. And I'm not going to use fake news seriously because it's such a stupid term, but to parse out the partisanship that exists on these cable news channels. Um, right. Like I, I feel like most of us can. Like I could watch. Like I've actually been leaning more CNN at this point because in a situation like this, I'd rather be on the critical side uh, than like the Homer side. So I've been mm-hmm. staying there. And but it is like I do know a lot of it is obviously ramped up. So it's picking out which parts of that to really dive into and which parts you have to kind of hand wave away. And I feel bad for the folks that watch these channels out there that don't have that ability to rationalize it and just go all Mm -hmm. in, which is probably like 80 percent of the country at this point. Um, So I can see why the watching this more. I can see where the divisiveness really ramps up. And it sucks that you even have to do that. You know, that you can't just get like a clear cut, like the facts of a situation um, without all the second guessing and you you never know what's what. I think local news kind of does that, but they're not on all day and I'm sitting here all day. You know what I mean? Like, so I can flip to the news at six or whatever and they'll give me, I I think, a pretty generally unbiased update at this point. Um, Maybe depending on the affiliate, but usually they're pretty just kind of give you the update. So I think that works, but. Um, you know, when you got nine, eight or nine other hours going on, you, you know, just end up yeah, there's only so much. You are the morning news and running on a loop. Yeah, uh, there you go. You just watch the same shit over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there's only uh, one news source you need to follow, uh, uh, JR, and that is that is our new elected leader. I'm, I'm you know what? Screw democracy. I'm saying this is going to be a totalitarian uh, regime from here forth on, run by that man, Dr. Fauci. Because Dr. Fauci is the mm. only one out here 
with that hot fire. Dr. Fauci is on Diesel Samaro. Dr. Fauci is on ESPN. Dr. Fauci is on these streets trying to educate people. So that's the only person I'm listening to right now. Yeah, the sad part is his hard reality is hard to, to stomach. Because even tonight, he's like, you know, you're not going to go all clear, basically. And Jeff and I talked about this on The Last Jeff Ones Wrestling. was like, we're just trying to get to the point where we should have been when this started. And that is like... Mm-hmm. You know, suppress it, but then you're gonna start testing even heavier. You're gonna start isolate, like you're gonna start like redoing what we should have been doing all this time. When you get there, like it's not over in June. We're just gonna reset and start over again, and just hopefully be more pointed about it. Right. Yeah. But anyway, I, I'm not gonna feel like you brought me on as like a correspondent for COVID nineteen or anything. So you, you are you're COVID nineteen uh, official <laughs> yeah, correspondent now. So. Mm. Yeah. I well, I mean, that. I'm I'm kind of biting my my tongue because uh, Nate Milton. Should we tell the world? We will. You and I will be talking about this very soon. Ooh, a little a little tease right there, Tim Cape. That's what they call the business tease. tease. It's all Tim. It's always, always. I mean, that's all we need in, in these troubled times. Is we just need people to tease us more. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Tim Cable, uh and myself and. The good Reverend Dr. Steve Willie Esquire will be doing the second episode of uh, TD Talks, uh, and it should be out sometime this weekend. Jenny was uh, mm-hmm. one of the one of the test subjects, one of the guinea pigs for the first episode. Uh, so yeah, it'll be me, Steve, uh, Tim, and uh, Brittany Monet, who is a wonderful uh, podcaster. Uh, we we going you know get on get on the therapy couch and and and, and talk through uh, month one of. <laughs> Month one of our month of one. our descent into the Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> so no I feel like no, no offense, but why would you have Tim on a show called Titty Talk? <laughs> <laughs> Tim knows quite a lot about titties. I'll just say. Yeah. I mean, look, look, just, just because talk, I don't review. happen to be look, yes, I, I I feel you there, Tim, because just because I don't like uh, Rembrandt. Doesn't mean I can't appreciate that good picture just because I'm not buying one. (laughs) I hope that Tim develops a crush on Brittany Monet like I did uh, for Vanessa's shark when I was on that first one. That was my proudest moment right there. Yes. I have a girl crush on her now. We shall see. I I love that you separated me and Jenny too. It's like we're we're the disruptive kids in the back of the class and the teacher just gets the fed up with and puts us on opposite corners. That's, that's the fun. Like, it's like uh, it's like the All-Star game. Like, you know, you got to take somebody from the National League, somebody from the American League, you know, pick <laughs> pick, pick a little slap hitter that's only batting 280 and then somebody that's jacked up on steroids and, and let's just have a conversation from my different points of view. Mm. I'm really looking the same person, but yeah. It'll be yeah, fun. Yeah, you will I'm get uh, more diversity of viewpoints, I guess, when you when you don't have both of us on at the same time. Uh, and I had to pay a... for your episode, Tim. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, Tim, 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 oh, Tim Cable's behind the paywall, baby. You you mm-hmm. want that Tim Cable, yeah. you got to put your money down, daddy. Well, that you know, that increases the pressure, too. I, you know, I got to be on my A-game. You, you got to come with at least $5 to hear Tim Cable speak. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Get my head. Does he get a cut of that, or how does that work? He, Tim Cable gets a cut of my heart, but none of the money. Mm. I think I, I have like to pay it. to hear me too. So <laughs> 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 I think that's how they 
<laughs> and you both have to pay Steve Willie. So <laughs> yes, yes, Steve Willie is charging everybody. Give that man his money. It'd be well, look, if, um, in the, we have in the uh, of cable talking. It, it it prompts you to insert fifty cents, like the old payphone. <laughs> <laughs> Like the TVs at the bus station back in the day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, amazing. The TVs at the bus station. Yo, it's, it's my like, favorite Tim Capel comparison. It's like, yo, know, you, you got to like put a, a whole dollar to watch a whole day. episode of Good Times because they only let you get 15 <laughs> minutes for 50 cents. So it's like, damn. And, and right at the cliffhanger, it's like, is JJ going to get beat up by the Chicago mob? <laughs> put 50 more cents in. <laughs> Tim, Tim Capel, he's like the vibrating bed in the motel. Ooh, <laughs> there we go. Ooh, the I magic like fingers. <laughs> the magic fingers. Yeah, uh, I would kill to go back to like 1986 right now. I'm not going to lie. We should bring back water beds. <laughs> I, oh, I had a water bed. Yeah, I had one when I was mm. in high school. Did you ever bust it? No, I never did. Mm. I loved mine. No. So I had mine from, fuck, I must have been like, 10 maybe until uh yeah pretty much until college i had it it was the best thing ever (laughs) such a a weird feeling like it's so like cold and clammy like i would just be freezing all the time Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it was every day i'd be like why am i sleeping on this (laughs) cold oh so great the makes too, makes those swashing noises. All the way to one side and like sleep like on the edge of the bed. I don't, I don't know what it was. <laughs> perfect spot the way the water worked. It was wonderful. It makes um, right water back. every time you move, it sounds like a, a love making noise at your bed. <laughs> like a stirring macaroni noise. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there you go. You knew so what? What happened? Like, why did they? fall out of favor like why know. did this stop making them was there some sort of accident that I'm America got going? too fat for the water bed somebody drowned as a nation we just gained too much weight to, to, to sustain the water bed industry but it's water <laughs> you're supposed to float <laughs> what do you mean not always <laughs> <laughs> there's just so much of fat shit that you Rupture your waterbed, flood your apartment. Oh, speaking, speaking of Tim Cable, speaking of, shout out to you and and, and Jennifer and and the the rest of the collective for uh hyping up the uh the, the Taco Bell triple threat deal. Oh, oh, yeah. Chalupa Pete. Ooh, yeah, the Chalupa ex- Pete. excellent. It is pretty. I, uh, I'm afraid to admit uh, because I I think. Um, our sponsor, Sean Kidd, is still in the chat, uh, that I have not tried it yet. Mm. I, uh, Our sponsor, Taco I'm going Bell. To, you know, keep saying I'm going to, and uh, I, I feel like I'm probably just leading him on now. Uh, this is <laughs> a limited time offer, right? So you're not going to have it. Yeah. You have to you leave, have your, to house. leave your house. Well, yeah. <laughs> he did uh, recommend that you... Pick it up and do not get it delivered. He does not believe it would uh, travel well with their delivery. Well, I mean, also, I saw him offer to deliver some Taco Bell to somebody today. So I think mm. that's mixed messages. Mm. I mean, which which is it, Sean? Well, you've had it, Jenny, right? You, I've you've had it, yeah. The, the Chalupa. And, did you, you know, I didn't eat it right away. 
um, because oh. I was feeling weird or whatever when I got it. But you know, I had a couple hours later. It was fine. Are I you feeling it up. weirder it after? <laughs> I think it's probably like all the Jack Daniels I had the night before, and that's probably mm. why I felt bad. Um, but it was good. Like, and there were three distinct flavors in the <laughs> and. <laughs> that middle one was real spicy. <laughs> did you get it delivered? Right, so listen, you I've been doing. Did you get? We talk about tacos. I've been doing uh, some research. So Wayfair has a water bed uh, for fourteen hundred dollars, and what, uh, what they say is that's not a bad price. No, some good mattresses these just... days, like almost fucking two grand. Uh, complete mm-hmm. outside wood frame waterbed comes with frame, headboard, strobel, hydro support, 1800 feather top, lumbar fiber, waveless water mattress. This Shit. is not a cheap imported free flow water mattress. Solid state heater with a controller, safety liner. What's this? is like an old school waterbed. Um, but I guess it, it seems like now they make these mattresses more <laughs> modernized. It's not just like literally water, like in a fucking bag. Like the old <laughs> <laughs> water in a bag wait is there a weight limit on it does it say uh, I don't see one so we should be good water mm. in a bag mm. oh god fat shit friendly yes uh, let's see. Uh, they come in twin queen and king Ooh. imagine a king size water bed oh, Lord. <laughs> come on come on over girl I got that strombo hydro <laughs> lumbar support for you <laughs> So indulgent. Man, Thanks I'm not for gonna calling lie. in, Peter. Thank you. Thanks. Your top, your talking pop uh, cherry got popped there. That's true. Mm. Yeah. Yep. First time, uh, first time caller there, Peter Winston. I'm not gonna lie. I may use my Trump check to buy this water bed. But <laughs> mm. it's a good use. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's either I'm... that or an elliptical, right? I am ready yeah. for this Trump check. I ain't even getting one. Probably. I think we're, I think we're uh, out of the tax bracket or whatever the fuck. Sad. Mm, plus, you, you got you got too many felonies on your record. You're right. There's <laughs> yeah, that. Felonious yeah. Jennifer here. Yeah. <laughs> there goes Felonious Smith. Felacious <laughs> yeah. Smith. Whoa! Um, hello! Oh, hello! <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. I wasn't. <laughs> She called me unawares, Tim Cape. Uh, you got vexed. What can I say? I'm trying to vex you. It's my job as a white woman. Damn these vexing white women. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we uh, we have a, an 800-pound tiger in the room. That, uh, we have this is where Justin's going to leave. <laughs> I was going to say, has he, has he seen it? Justin, have you watched it yet? I have okay. not. All right. Well, Jenny, should we get into it? I mean, let's get into it. We only not. have 58 right. minutes left on it. <laughs> Are you going to leave, really? <laughs> Oh, I mean, it's kind of spoiler proof. I mean, you can say what happens, but until you really see it for yourself, it, it just doesn't. It's not going to register. I mean, it's no, it's so. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Well, go ahead. All right. <laughs> uh, Nate Milton, have you watched Tiger King? 
I watched the first episode, but I'm waiting on the rest because Marcus Vanderberg from the Kings of Sport uh, said he wants to check it out. So, so much like a, a relationship, I can't finish the series without oh. my podcast spouse. Oh. Let's see. <laughs> See you balancing right. your online relationship. Yes. <laughs> That's what's happening here. Uh, but I did see uh, OJ Simpson talking about uh, the Tiger King crew on Twitter, which is the most 2020 thing ever. <laughs> that really is. He's like, so um, I feel like I was on the ground floor of this show because I woke up one morning mm. at 5 a.m. and I couldn't go back to sleep. And I turned on Netflix and this show popped up. And I just turned it on. I hadn't heard anybody talk about it. It was before all the hoopla. And I <laughs> binged it all that morning. Like Good by morning. noon, it was done probably or two. Um, so, and then I just started telling everybody about it. And then it all blew up on the internet. So, uh, you know, I'm taking credit for it. That's what I'm saying. Well, you are an influencer, as we know. I am an influencer. And so it's an amazing seven part series on Netflix. If you don't know about it, then what the fuck's wrong with you? What are you doing? Um, this one, I think everyone knows about it. It's just a question of, okay, am I really going to do this? Well, I know a lot of people I saw were doing like the hard thing about everybody's talking about it. I'm not going to watch it. I'm like, right. do you not understand how pop culture works? Because that's not how pop culture works. <laughs> just watch the getting- show. Yeah, I understand getting sick of it and getting sick of the memes, but you want to be culturally literate, right? In terms of what's what's in the zeitgeist right now. You know, what are people talking about? <laughs> I mean, it's in the title of our show, Talking Pop. This is this is pop culture. So I mean, it's either this or the virus. I mean, Justin's right. We the have virus, a respons- but... This is a social responsibility that we have, Jenny, to talk about this and to mm-hmm. encourage everyone to watch it. What else are you going to do? I mean, shit. Now, now's the time. <laughs> That's the first time a word like zeitgeist has ever been used in the same conversation as Joe Exotic. <laughs> That's entirely possible. Like like Joe spells zeitgeist. <laughs> hey, I can't even do that. So, um, so we should try to try to be as spoiler free as possible. I think um, it's like one of those. On the one hand, I can see it as oh, another Netflix crazy documentary, right? And it's, mm-hmm. it can be sort of cynical about it because they do these things all the time they did uh remember um evil genius that everybody talked mm. about for oh god five minutes yeah yeah and uh oh the big one uh one of my faves uh what was it called abducted in plain sight oh mm. yes with the um friendly neighborhood hand job in the car it's uh, <laughs> amazing um, of course, you know, the making a murder and all these things. Uh, and you're like, it feels so, hey, here's a fucked up thing that happened. So let's mm-hmm. put this big documentary production around it. And it's going to be expertly, algorithmically curated to be the perfect length and episode count and It'll be great for binge viewing. We're going to pump it into everybody's recommendations. I mean, everybody's recommendations right now. And it's mm-hmm. going to go viral. And it's, it's mm-hmm. very calculated, right? 
but who cares? Just watch it. Like, it's yes. Just you have to see it. Is all I can say. Um, no one in it comes out uh, looking remotely good um, or likable, but uh, that's part of the appeal. So you just have to lose yourself into this world that somehow exists. A big cat. At the very least, it will make you feel better about your life choices. Um, at least that's <laughs> yeah. how I felt about it. And because I was like, I was feeling like shit when I was watching it. And then I was like, you know, at least I don't have these problems. And yeah. it, it's, you know, self affirming in some way. All right. Hey, at least in I'm that. not one of Joe Exotic's husbands. <laughs> <laughs> or Doc Antle's cult girls. Yes, his harem and his tiger cult. Yeah. So, and that's the, that's the thing about the show is like all the layers to it because you're just, it, when you think you've heard everything, something else comes along and you're like, right. what is this we're doing now? It's It, it shifts um, from episode to episode and you never know what the next fucked up story is going to be. So many, yeah, so many of the people they talk to could be the subject of their own documentary. Yes. So many of the incidents that they just sort of barely touch upon could be like its own episode or its own documentary as well. Um, And it just sort of has to breeze past that stuff because it's, it's committed to telling the story of this guy's downfall, essentially. Uh, And I mean, it's, narratively pretty satisfying i mean if if that's something you're looking for uh but hell of a ride (laughs) to get there man um did you have a favorite character so to speak to emerge uh in this thing jenny well i mean joe has to be Mm. has to be at the top of the list right but it's for fucked up reasons, like not for good reasons, but just for like, <laughs> yeah, not it's for like, <laughs> no, but it's like, what is it about him that number one gets two, not one, but two straight males to marry him? Like yeah. what kind yeah. of charisma, what kind of dick magic do you have to possess in order for that to happen? I don't understand it. I think well. it's fascinating. We got a bit of an explanation there uh, <laughs> that there is something a, a little bit more to it than uh, <laughs> his physical charms, such as they are. It's meth, that's why, according well, to Jake in the chat, which is it, fair. It's meth. Um, no, spoiler, it's meth. It's meth. I, I don't, does meth turn you gay, though? I'm just saying. <laughs> I guess Meth's people get gay good. from meth. It's... <laughs> I mean, I mean, didn't turn me, but um, it's certainly something that uh, you. <laughs> I just feel like I don't know that I don't. Maybe I maybe I just don't know meth, and that's my problem. It's like I know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I, I just that's don't your know problem. Meth. Is that's your problem? Yes, you don't. Know maybe meth. meth is just that good that you're just like. <laughs> yes, I will take a dick of ass. For this, well, you don't know that we we don't know the, the dynamics of their literal dynamics of their relationship. <laughs> you don't. All right, so 
You don't feel like the husbands are the bottoms in the situation? Not necessarily. It, look, I'm not going to assume. Just like um, <laughs> uh, there was another assumption made about gender, apparently, in this yes. show. Yes, yes. That I don't know, right? So the worker who was injured, we'll say, at the... Yeah, we can't at, do at spoilers because Nate, no. but... <laughs> right. So someone was injured who... I feel like the show presented as a lesbian, um, mm-hmm. but I, at the same time, though, I'm going. Did they actually say or or talk to someone? Or I think we all know. just assumed. Like I, I, I mean, I saw it all over. I don't know. Social. Anyway, <laughs> come to find out that this person that they interviewed, this worker who was injured, is a trans man. And everybody's on the internet now going, oops. <laughs> and again, I don't know if, I, I don't necessarily want to put that on Netflix. Like, um, I don't remember well enough to say how they presented it. So I'm kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt there. Yeah, but, I don't um, feel like they took an angle in that. It was just like a person, no. you know, here's this well, yeah, person's no, they, story. Yeah, and everybody I, I, just I guess what I'm I guess all I'm saying is I, I hope they did not misgender this person for seven episodes. <laughs> um, I don't think so. Because, Jesus, what's what's one more thing, you know, with <laughs> this debacle? Uh, Sean says, well, it was clear what she was, but obviously not. <laughs> Wasn't about that, he says. It was about that she was a badass because she went to work very soon after this terrible accident happened. Um, yeah, um, so like you have regardless a between... of the sexuality, you have to. No, no, no her that has nothing to do with anything. I just thought it was worth mentioning because it, it just feels like it's the story that never ends. This Tiger mm-hmm. King drama. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's kind of the latest wrinkle. But, um, yeah, you have a choice between, uh, look, chill, take some time off. Pretty sure we can uh, salvage your arm. And what do you say, Jenny? Cut it off! (laughs) As my son says, burn it. (laughs) Burn it. Honestly, though, we were overlooking the fact that uh, I'm not too sure – that the it, workers at uh, Joe's Wildlife Exotic Park, whatever the fuck it was called, um, probably didn't have the best health insurance, you know? Probably not, no. Probably uh, didn't have the luxury of this long, extensive rehabilitation therapy. Um, what do yeah. you think about Joe Exotic's um, sad-looking uh, eyebrow piercing? Is it distracting? <laughs> Um, I didn't find it any more distracting than the rest of his presentation. Let's try it. Just like I mean, the first time we show him, what does he say? He's he's on camera, and they're like, "You hear him? Take your hat off!" No, I'm not going to take my hat off. They're going to say he has a mullet. <laughs> and this is really our introduction to this man. Sean says, think about Joe Exotic Human Centipede with his three men. Good (laughs) lord. 
Good lord. Has anybody had little, more of a glow up? Uh, has anybody had more of a glow up due to Corona than Dr. Fauci and Joe Exotic? Like, no. I, I think, <laughs> like, because, uh, uh, I mean, for two very different reasons, but Tim was right. Like, if this were just regular times, not the darkest timeline, <laughs> Tiger King would be this great, funny thing that, that popped for like a month or two. And then we move on to the next thing that pops for a month or two. But because we're all kind of stuck in the same situation, and Joe is such this weird, flamboyant, southern Michael P.S. Hayes wet dream, that <laughs> he's, be- he's become like this cultural icon in, in, in a time where I think like if this happened last year, last spring, he wouldn't have had the same traction. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't Timing know. is everything, you know? Yeah. And now you got like Cardi B wanting to put uh, money on, on, on his uh, commissary. It's like, come on, man. I mean, Cardi <laughs> ain't the only person you try to do that, but. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You got to stick by your, your, your Florida kinfolk there, ma'am. You mm. know, I, I don't know. <laughs> the story The story gets so convoluted. I don't know, ultimately what to really believe i feel like i pretty much know how it went down but there's some shady characters that come into the story at the end that i feel like i've really taken advantage of how stupid joey is and (laughs) um that are hardened criminals and know how to work shit you know and then he was just a dumbass who was a loud mouth and allowed himself to get trapped um so (laughs) That's on him, really, but... He got worked. Yeah, he, yeah, worked. he did. He did. Uh, so, have you ever hired a hitman for $3,000, Jimmy? I mean, I tried to that one time. Um, yeah, they wouldn't cross state lines there, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Um, and then, it's sad, too, because there's a person who um, has an accident, and they're not... I don't think entirely in their right mind for a lot of this either. And they're really young and, you know, it gets, there's some, you know, besides the obvious comedy in a lot of this, there are some like real, there's some tragedy. There's some dark stuff Mm. in this. It's not all, you know, mullets and Oklahoma accents. (laughs) It's Um, all absurd. Some of it is is leaning more on the sadder side of absurd than funny, mm-hmm. certainly. Yeah. Um, it just depends on how stuff hits you, really. Right. I I have to say I'm a fan of, uh, what's his name, the, the dude Gerritsen, who we saw on his, uh, his uh, doing the, the hero shot on the jet ski. Yeah. Uh, um, redneck Haley Joel Osment. Yes, Redneck Haley Joel Osment. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so he, uh, it was so weird at the end. He seems to be implying that he feels some sense of guilt about his own involvement or participation mm-hmm. in Joe's fate. And, uh, that there's more story to be told. And then uh, we just see him. Yeah, he definitely. <laughs> Sean says he owns some high class strip clubs, yeah. which is fine. I mean, you can do that, but yeah, I feel like that guy definitely does know um, a lot more than what he said, and 
He's probably afraid he'll get murdered if he says anything else. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I don't know. It's like a setup for Tiger King Part 2. I, yes. I have a question for you, Jennifer Smith. Okay. Given that, uh, granted, I've only seen one episode, but given that vexing white woman has been a common theme tonight, like, what, what do you make of your girl Carol out here on these streets? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, she's fascinating um, because she is some, she's adopted like this um, like persona of like bewilderment that somehow gets her through like murdering her husband um mm. which, which i feel like she probably definitely did do that sorry spoilers nate you make up your own mind about that but. I, mean, I knew that part because I, I saw the oj clip but everything else i didn't know <laughs> yeah so it, it'll be like a whole episode if they go into there's that. some pretty damning evidence there i feel like and she just does this whole thing like this little airheaded like bewildered thing mm-hmm. that seems very um, put on and calculating like she's it's a show all of it's fake and it's yeah. pretty obvious that I think she uh... and she's she's an animal rights person yet she cages animals uh, hmm. she does Amazing. the exact same thing that Joe does except for the playing with the cubs like you know, posing with them, taking pictures with the tiger cubs and shit. Which apparently um, is hideously cruel. Um, right, it's it's super cruel to do that, but also it's fine to just leave them yeah, in her shitty-ass yeah. cages that she has. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, she's... And people are, like, she has this whole, like, all these volunteers and, like, people that work at her place have this whole tier system. Like, if you're a volunteer for one year, you get this color, and then, like, you work yourself up through the next 85 years, and then you're blue or something. I don't know, but <laughs> um, how does she inspire all this, like, loyalty? Right. Like, she creeps me the fuck out. I don't get it. I don't get how people... That is a, seems to be a common thread common theme with these animal people um, that they somehow just inspire this legion of followers. Yeah, I don't that, get it. Uh, it's, it's, it's vexing. What can you say? Um, <laughs> and Carol, I, I think as I put it, um, I don't know, however many days, months, years ago, uh, <laughs> when I was watching all of this, that she was playing... <laughs> She was playing 12-dimensional chess to yes. Joe's checkers with the board ripped up and pieces missing. You know, was, she, she <laughs> was just cunning. She was just so cunning. and But she makes sinister. it seem like it all just happened somehow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, you know that ain't what happened. <laughs> and she, she just... I mean, she, she's a really perfect villain. And honestly, mm-hmm. she has this crusade I guess and you sort of you're like well I get what she's saying and she's not necessarily wrong in in what she's preaching she doesn't seem to practice what she's preaching certainly (laughs) Um, but you're like she should not be the one that we come away from this thinking you're the most evil human being that has ever been put on camera you know like (laughs) <laughs> she is mm-hmm. not, like you should not 
that should not be your takeaway. And I think that's everyone's takeaway after watching this whole thing. Mm. Yeah, like that's that's what I've seen on on uh, like social media, Tim. Like she seems to be the top heel in in this uh-huh. Tiger King territory, and uh, like I'm, it's amazing. I'm just happy, like from a selfish standpoint, that finally, like animal rights people can find a new target to focus on and, and give Michael Vick some peace. Let that man rest. Okay. Uh, <laughs> focus on Carol now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Mike did his time. Oh let him God. let him live, people. <laughs> Get off his cave. oh man it's it's a wild ride it it really is like i and you know some of the things that happen towards the end of the show um like a presidential campaign yes it vaguely rang bells for me and like oh yeah like i kind of remember that um but then I would have had no idea that this whole backstory went with it. You mean like uh, speak like our current president presidential campaign? Is no, in this? <laughs> no. I, I'm trying to like not give it away, but because it wouldn't surprise me if Trump was down with with these folks. Like they've got beautiful tigers. That these are the, the best tigers I've ever seen. Joe is a very fine man. <laughs> no, I don't think he would. <laughs> Best unbelievable, phenomenal man. <laughs> but like some of these people like some of the people that work for joe they really do love the animals like Mm. you know they're they want to take care of the animals um and some of them to actually care yes care Um, you know and and they just unfortunately work for him and he's fucking you're right they they aren't Mm. they don't have a lot to work with (laughs) that's the problem oh when when Um, the uh I know you, like, uh, Jenny, I know you might not be, like, the most uh, inclined to check out random ESPN radio shows that are, are, like, a week and a half old, but one of the best things I heard about this was uh, the Dan Levitard show. Like, every week they have an animal expert on, Ron McGill, uh, Mm -hmm. from from the Miami Zoo, and he, like, actually worked with almost all of the people off of Tiger King back when they were first starting out, and um, he spends, like... 30, 40 minutes. I, I want to say it's from a week ago, uh, but like it's 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 up on like all your podcast catches now, but uh, they have like a 40 minute conversation with him and he's just like, it's this weird underbelly of animal care that I never mm-hmm. knew existed because this dude, Ron, he's like, you know, and, and this isn't the way you should treat animals. I know I was a young animal trainer at one time and I didn't do all the right things. I was out partying until two in the morning, taking tigers to the nightclub, but I, I changed oh because we have to treat these animals with respect. So it's like, I, yeah, this is a whole world I had no idea existed, but now I'm like, you know, this is this is crazy. This is fascinating. It, it really is fascinating. And you're right. I mean, some of it is horrific. Like, finding out the ways that they, you know, the, the cost-cutting measures they take to try to feed mm-hmm. these animals, because mm-hmm. it's, you know, they have an enormous amount of food that to keep just to keep them alive and then they keep yeah. breeding more and more um so eventually shit's gonna get rough and it does yeah, you hit a um, wall they, yeah their their uh caloric requirements don't go down uh yeah. the bigger they get and the more mm. they have it's like you hit a wall and shit they um and you 
start selling these little cubs and you know that's guaranteed money like and you can Mm -hmm. easily sell a cub even though it's illegal but (laughs) um you know you get you just start breading them and you know you're like you know this is a money-making thing for me this is how i'm gonna feed all these other you know i don't know it's just a cycle you know and but then the you end. have to keep your husbands in the meth. I mean, that's a lot of money right there. <laughs> <Gotta keep> them. <laughs> yes. um, don't have to worry about dental care, apparently. You do uh, not have to worry about that. Don't have a great medical plan. Don't have a great dental plan here on the uh, the wildlife preserve. Um, God, there's, I don't even know. There's so many directions that this thing goes in that, uh, we could talk endlessly about, but at the end, I, I was taken with, they do make a point to say, you know, these animals have a pretty shit existence at on they these, do. these places. And like, there is a broader point, I guess, that the documentary is, is making beyond, hey, look at these crazy idiots. Mm. Um, <laughs> so that wasn't lost on me. I kind of appreciated that. I mean, that, that is the thesis, thesis statement, though, Tim. It, it really yeah. is. It is. Just, <laughs> just it's more yeah. of an, So, in conclusion, life sucks for these animals, but uh, look at these fucking crazy animals. <laughs> uh, only in Florida. Only in Florida. But Sorry, see, Jenny. No, I know. Don't worry. I'm not from Florida. I just live here. Florida um, and Oklahoma, apparently. Yeah. Mm. But it's like, you know, it came along at the exact right time, too, because. We all feel caged, don't we? We all feel well, caged like bit. these poor tigers and, you know, all, all of the people making decisions for us are these fucking crazy-ass people. And you're like, what, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> you know, I'm just trying unqualified, to live my tiger life. Unqualified and, caretakers. <laughs> yeah, unqualified caretakers. And, <laughs> you know, the zoo is just going to get shut down, you know? We're all going to yeah. be euthanized mm. by the coronavirus. That reminds me of a great Cat Williams bit uh, where he's like, you know, sometimes this world can beat you so so down that you feel like a tiger in a cage and, and, you, and you feel like a tiger that starts doubting themselves. Like, you wake up and just do the same thing every day, being told to go the same places, and you're like, I, am I really a tiger? I don't very much feel like a tiger. Maybe I'm a vicious koala bear. Did you ever think of that? <laughs> and so, like, the, the point of the, of the bit is, uh, like, you have to have some agency in, in your life. And, and even now, like, in a time where we're all kind of flying by the seat of our pants, I think there is, like, control what you can. Like, do what you can do and then leave the rest to the quote-unquote leaders. But uh, mm-hmm. do what you can do uh, in, in your own little personal tiger cage to bring the metaphor full circle, Tim Capel. Amazing. I love that you use my name as just an interjection here and there. I uh, love that. I, I um, really admire that. I think it's so a verbal special. tick I picked up from uh, that man called Sting. Because if you ever watch Sting promos, <laughs> like he gets yeah. he, he gets into the habit of calling people by their either their first name or their full name on multiple occasions right. to, to kind of break up the sentence. Like you and me, mm-hmm. we're going to Starcade. Hulk Hogan, and, and this is going to be what it's all about. And, and I know the little stingers out there, they want to see me go and defeat Hulk Hogan. It's like, yeah, I, I, all those years of watching Sting matches, I must have got that by osmosis. And now that's, yeah. that's how I address people now, Jennifer Smith. 
It <laughs> is. And then I, I'm going to pick that up from you, and then it'll just be a thing. Because I'm a social influencer, so um, everybody will start doing that. And then I'll just have to credit it back to you and Sting, of course. Mm. Yeah. All things all oh, look, uh, Steve Borden. We've we've got phone lines open. Uh, yeah, we've got three lines open if anybody wants to call in. I see y'all hanging out in the chat still. So mm-hmm. anybody wants to hop on and join us, feel free. Any Tiger King thoughts? Oh my God! You know, if if there's anything, the best thing that could have ever come from Tiger King are the memes. Um, <laughs> Endless memes. Endless, beautiful, hilarious memes that bring me so much joy, and that that's saying something in this time. Yeah. Um, that gift that keeps on giving. It, it really does. Like, and even like the most minor characters in the most smallest scenes, you just—they're like little hidden gems. You're like, this man is fully clothed in the bathtub, and he's given. <laughs> An interview, and so, and that's something that just slips your mind, you know, about it. This it's man is crazy. driving with this man's driving with a skeleton riding shotgun. Yes, <laughs> just not remarked upon. Just whatever. What's no. one more thing? Mm-mm, it's fine. Uh, I don't know. I really don't. And what? How, how'd you like um, Joe's music video, though? I mean, oh my god, that's a bop right there. <laughs> It's a bop. All, all I of saw a tiger. You, you can't do better than I saw a tiger. You know, I I wish I had Joe Exotic's confidence in everything. Mm. Oh, I wish I had his singing voice. It's everything. Like he he just he never had a filter. Like he he just dumb and just just saying whatever. You know, dumb and loud. Yeah. Um. There's a lesson there, like outsized confidence and, and misplaced bravado. Like, just look at our our president. Like, you ain't qualified for that job, man. But but because you believed in yourself and you, and you you led this flock of sheep behind you. Like, I I wish I had that type of whatever the opposite of self awareness is, Tim. I wish I had that because I'd probably be more <laughs> successful in life. The opposite self awareness. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I'm gonna go out on ESPN because I'm not cognizant of the fact that I'm five six and a little bit fluffy in the middle. Like like Dusty would say, my belly's a little bit bigger, right. my hind is a little bit bigger than the athlete of the day. But I'm gonna go on ESPN anyway. <laughs> I noticed that our chat is getting a little bit provocative here. We've got breeding evil and sinister breed mm. in the chat. Look at that. Yeah, call in if uh, anybody if in the chat. Still, like, yep. yeah. still talking uh, Tiger King. Actually, we should call it by its uh, proper title. Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness is the Ooh. full series title. Got that alliteration. Yeah. <laughs> and, and on point, too, because it is all those things. <laughs> yeah. um, the eulogy. We'll just oh, say okay without without spoiling. We'll just all you really have to say is the eulogy, and, and if you've seen is. it, you know. Yeah, it, it's it was like horribly disrespectful in my opinion. Like <laughs> amazing. Talk mean, about lack of self awareness. Yeah, like, and and then you know, 
a mother that has, you know, suffered the loss of a child, and you're just like, she has to sit through this fucking funeral? (laughs) Are you fucking serious? And they filmed everything. 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 All of the time, cameras. I mean, how much goddamn... I mean, just... I, I could never imagine wanting to be that much... Like, have that much attention to to just have cameras on me. Like, oh, my God. That just, it's, I, I can't understand it. It's breathtaking. Uh, I did feel so bad for the mom. I mean. Yeah. Your kid basically dies in extremely Darwin Award winning fashion. I hate mm. to say it. Mm. But mm. she's just got to be thinking. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Of all the ways. Of all the ways. Normal kid, seemingly, maybe had his issues before um, moving to Oklahoma. But um, it's like, uh, that's the last thing you think is going to happen. You know, (laughs) you can tell she's just like, what the hell? Yeah. Um. And then, like Jake said, it was insane how much money was wrapped up in this stuff. So, and and wasted seemingly on yeah, seemingly you know on drugs probably. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Another uh, underrated character. What was his name? Uh, Tim Stark, the who was one of the. Uh, other wildlife oh yeah yeah preserve yeah. dudes um mm-hmm. it seemed like kind of an asshole but mm-hmm. in comparison to some of the others was like <laughs> just sort of just sort of a dude he just has a monkey in every scene yeah, uh, he that he's sharing his sandwich with as he's driving <laughs> like what are we doing <laughs> there it was <sighs> Would you ever ever have a pet monkey, Nate Milton? I'm not rich enough to have a pet monkey. Like you got to be on that Michael Jackson level, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm Apparently not. not. Yet. Like <laughs> the, the the most eccentric I'd be is like I'd I'd come I'd like carry around a parakeet or something like that in the cage everywhere I, everywhere I went. Like Coco. <laughs> yeah, yes, I had my own Frankie on my arm. <laughs> I would. I would not. I, I would. I would be the woman who uh, gets her hands and face pulled off when that uh, yeah. chimpanzee just wilds yes. out on you one day. <laughs> That's what happens. That's how the thing ends. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't play with animals. Like I have a healthy respect, some would say fear, of animals, Jennifer Smith. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Smith. Uh, <laughs> why is that? Animal. Here's the thing, Jennifer Smith. Getting, yes, into, getting, into my, getting into my sting mode. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Jennifer Smith. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, animals, right? Like, they're all cute and cuddly. Like, I love dogs. Cats, I can take them and leave them. Uh, what, what, what other animals do I... Fish? Fish are cool, because fish are low maintenance. some other animals. <laughs> <laughs> all I know are dogs and cats. What the fuck? Dogs, dogs cats, cats, and fish. Like, those, those fish. are the big three. Everything else, mm, like, like animals, Jennifer Smith, you can't. 
reasons with an animal. You can't talk to the animal. We're not Dr. Doolittle out here on these streets. So, like, you, you can only go based on what you guess the animal is thinking. So, if you got, like Tim Capel said, a chimpanzee that's that's mean mugging you, you don't know if he's hungry, if he's constipated, or if he's trying to rip your face off. And I can't, I can't live my life taking chances like that. Man makes a strong point. Now, uh, I, I feel so badly, too, for the crocodilians. I mean, the <laughs> They didn't deserve. They didn't deserve what happened to them. They really it's, didn't. It's upsetting. I mean, yeah. I mean, I ain't trying to. You know, I, I don't have a great love for reptiles, but oh, you know, I love a reptile. I, I ain't uh, trying to see them hurt either. <laughs> well, I mean, unless they're in my garage, and then fuck well, them. They need to die. But I just assume know. everyone in Florida has a pet alligator in their bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> I would die. I, you know, bears are more of a problem where I live than alligators are. Oh shit! I ain't trying to fuck with no bears either. The animals, like, not the the gay subgenre. There no, it is. No, no. That's that's the content I came here for, Tim K. <laughs> <laughs> Did that for you. Uh, Maybe the first and only time. That- Bears have refer- been referred to as a gay subgenre. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, what, what about geckos, Jenny? Do you like geckos? No, I do not like lizards at all. Uh, I love. I used to have a pet gecko. Well, he wasn't really a pet. He just kind of was there, and I had to deal with it. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> he just lived in your house, and he wasn't. He just a lived. Pet? Yeah, he just lived in the house, and like I would try to catch him, but he was way too fast. And like during the day, gecko. Like, here's the thing: like I, I'm not a fan of anything that is that is small and crawly. Like I, like uh, bugs and stuff. I will, I will kill them on sight, either by like a shoe or spraying them to death with Lysol with the chemical warfare. Uh, you know, you're gonna be terminated on sight. But the gecko, like he just kind of hides up in the corner because he wants to get the heat from the house, and then. Like he'll during the night he'll scurry off to wherever he sleeps at night. So he would just stay like at this one part of the wall or one part of the room, catty cornered away from my desk. And it's like he didn't bother me, I didn't bother him. And then it turns out like geckos are good for catching and eating bugs. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? As long as as long as you stay away from like the side of the room with my desk and my bed, we we we, we cool, Mister Gecko. I might even buy some insurance from you, but but it, once you cross <laughs> that line. Once you cross that line, uh, you know it, it's going to be over. But yeah, like geckos are are very friendly. Like they they're peaceful animals, at least in my experience. Yeah, they're not aggressive. They're just like creepy. Like I just don't want them touching me, like or <laughs> fucking with me at all. Like mm-mm, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I don't I don't like frogs either. Like I just. I can't oh, frogs are aggressive. Like geckos are are, are peaceful. Frogs are aggressive. aggressive. Like they. They'll hop right up in your space. Yeah, they will. Like, I don't know. That's where the phrase feeling froggy came from, Tim Capel. But, um. mm-hmm. oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do enjoy some frog legs on occasion, I will say. Mm. Not bad. Lick a lick a frog and get high as a motherfucker. <laughs> ah, ah, yeah. You could, they're good for that, yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
What about uh, turtles, Jenny? Do you like from? turtles? I like turtles. I'm good with turtles. Good with turtles. <laughs> snakes can good fuck with, off. Every single with, snake can fuck themselves. I hate them all. Yeah. Kind of like a snake eating its own tail. Picture a snake fucking itself. Um, mm. You've heard of the Ouroboros. That's the that's the Horoboros. Exactly. That's <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> all I got. All I got at 11:30 at night, folks. Talking reptiles live. <laughs> <laughs> the Turtle King. Yeah. Turtle look, King. Look here, Tim Cable. You better come here. Come through with those uh, reptiles and amphibians. I don't want no trouble. <laughs> they, you know, they 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 said that animal. Uh, I think it was. The he was like a guerrilla journalist, Rick Kirkham, who's kind of awesome in this documentary. Talk to him, and first thing he says, "Animal people are fucking crazy." Yeah, <laughs> I just wonder if that if that extends to all animal people. Are are the turtle people also fucking? Mm. Crazy? Mm. I feel like they might be a little. I feel like the more exotic the animal is, the more crazy they are. Yeah, could be. Sinister Breed says rats. What about rats? What about I'm all right with rats. Like, you know, the white ones and they're in the cages. That's fine. Um, mm. You know, mice are cute. I still don't want them <laughs> in my house, but I don't hate them. I ain't try to kill them. Mm. Ferrets? How about ferrets? Ferrets. <laughs> ferrets are a little bit creepy because they're a little bit smart. <laughs> yeah. I- and they they don't bite except Jenny. Wait for it. They bite the uh, the villain from uh, Kindergarten Cop. Yes. Mm. Second time we get to mention yes, Colin Chris on the podcast. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't fuck too much with rodents. I, I <laughs> no, no, and I, I don't see color with rats either, though, Jenny. I I, I don't. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You don't like any of them. <laughs> I, I judge rats by the content of the character. Yeah. Those the, those white rats are vexing you. <laughs> like, why are, why are white rats always so uppity? <laughs> Come in and like, oh, this is provolone cheese. Sorry, sir. I only eat cheddar. They demand to speak with the manager. <laughs> yes. I'm writing a strongly worded letter to this establishment. <laughs> Good day. Well, the topic wasn't necessarily supposed to be animals. We just kind of got got here. <laughs> yeah, it uh, happens. By virtue of Tiger King. What are you going to uh, do? I love yeah. the so the topic is animals. Like, <laughs> like what are y'all doing? So, it's like, so, so this is what we're doing tonight? <laughs> Definitely sidetracked. Which is fun. Always fun. <sighs> it happens. It happens. Mm. What about like a pet camel? What do we think about camels? Oh God! Mm. Um, yeah, I don't feel great about camels with yeah, the spit we... and the yeah, the hump kind of oozes me out. Yeah, they're kind of <laughs> seem like they're smelly and gross. <laughs> yes, I, I have been enjoying uh, Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger. has said, "Why am I in an Arnold Schwarzenegger frame of mind talking about mm. kindergarten cop and ferret?" Anyway. His uh, IG has been loaded with uh, videos of, of he and his, are they alpacas? Or are they 
donkeys. I don't know what they are. Um, named Whiskey and Lulu. That he, he feeds them cookies. He, uh, <laughs> he talks to them on camera. Um, great follow on IG, Arnold, with his uh, pet alpaca donkeys, whatever they are. Yes, I'm also familiar with the camel toe. I don't enjoy those either. Camel toe, yeah. <laughs> not, not good. Um, moose knuckle, even less appealing. <laughs> oh, speaking like- of uh, Instagram, Tim Capel, you know who has been lighting up my world recently on Instagram? Nia Jax? My, yes, my future ex-wife, Nia Jax. Like, she's falling headfirst into this TikTok Instagram bubble. And mm-hmm. yes, I, I, I'm loving the uh, content. I know you are. Mm. <laughs> She's looking good. She is. I'm not gonna lie. I, th- I told Jenny the other day, man. Like, if if uh, if uh, quarantine be damned, if I can find a twenty dollars flight on Spirit Air, I'm gonna risk the coronavirus. <laughs> Do <Spirit> it. Air. <laughs> Just remember me for the way I lived and not the it, way I died. It might be worth Sorry. it. Just saying. <laughs> Naya, Naya, your, your options are limited right now, Naya. So you know, <laughs> don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Appeal. <laughs> your appeal that you're the, the the bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> oh, sir. <laughs> what a if line. there's anybody you can risk Rona for, it's her. Yes, yes. Yep. I'm sure she feels the same way. She should. I think that's what's motivating yeah, me right now, Tim Caper. Like, just seeing so many, and I'm going to try to phrase this as delicately as I can, Jennifer Smith. Uh, <laughs> so many, uh, shall we say, uh, parched, parched women right now in this world that we Harsh. live in today. So that's motivating me to get my get my quarantine body on point so I'm exercising 30, 40 minutes a day because when, when, oh. when we can finally come outside, I'm going to be looking swole, Jennifer Smith, and, nice. and, and take advantage of the, the, the bounty that is before me. <laughs> well, on the opposite end of that, all the girls are going to be thick and depression eating. I've already gained 13 pounds in three weeks. So... I'm, right I'm just saying, with... you have to you have to be okay with them not being. I mean, but that might be what you want because they're vulnerable I mean... and heavy set and vulnerable. These wounded deers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody looked at them in weeks. They hadn't had their hair mm. done. They ain't had their nails done. It's a rough time. Um. So yeah, be obviously... nice. Like, but for my for my love and adoration of Nia Jax, you know, I I don't have uh I don't have shame when it comes to not shame. I don't have uh persecution when it comes to my larger sisters out there. I, I love you for who you are on the inside. Yeah, good. That's my that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. I believe you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I just think it's fascinating, like, um, trying, like, just imagining what it's like dating in this quarantine time, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, there is no dating, so it's like, what, what's everybody doing? Like, what's... Zoom dating. So I'm putting stock in Zoom and Skype. 
Is it <laughs> from the privacy of your kitchens? Yeah, your separate I mean, kitchens that you're you're cooking <laughs> uh, separate romantic dinners. Are you putting mm. stuff on hold though, or are you continuing uh, on, or are you? That brings you know, back sad memories. <laughs> you're taking matters into your own hands. Is, is what you well, I mean, everybody's doing that, but um, do you try to? I don't. I don't know. You just try to make it through with the emotional connection and not worry about the rest. The physical. Now, see, yeah. as 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 a single man out here on these streets, Jennifer Smith, mm-hmm. my what I would say to all my my fellow single people out here is now is the time, right, to start making plans. You know, to to be like uh, the you know, what's the story? The ant and the grasshopper. The grasshopper was just being lazy. He wasn't taking advantage of the time while the ant was steadily working. So that way, when winter time came, the ant was able to to live in the lap of luxury and the grasshopper froze to death. So right now in your love life is the time to put in the work, to, you know, to, to, yeah. to make new connections, to, you know, change things about yourself that you don't like. So that way, when the winter time comes and we can all be free and we can all be out, you will have done the work and these other grasshoppers out here is freezing while you in somebody's lap having luxuries. <laughs> in somebody's lap having luxuries. Having luxuries. Man. Being quarantined is a stroke of genius. See, <laughs> so you're putting in the work is, is what I'm hearing, Nate Milton. You are putting in the work now because the thirst is going to be real. Yes. Uh, and sooner or later this will be over so it it's a nice incentive right it gives you something to look forward to you'll have that slamming summer or perhaps winter bod <laughs> and yeah you'll be ready to uh well, that's a very optimistic, optimistic way to look at it i am doing the opposite of that <laughs> just not okay. taking care of myself and just wallowing in depression and sadness. Um, I mean, I would, I would like to think that I would take this time to do something good, but I also know me, and that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> and I have to be okay. I have to be okay with that. I have to be okay with being mediocre and <laughs> alcoholic, <laughs> and you know. Accept myself for who I am in this time. Be be the best mediocre you you can be, Jennifer. Be the best horrible bitch I can be. <laughs> That's all I ever want to do. Being quarantined <laughs> is a stroke of genius. It is so a stroke. Mm. Or for some. just fucked in general. Also, that yes. Figuratively, literally, who knows. It's 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 like a I don't know it, the thing that's exhausting is just all the emotional roller coasters because you get like you get encouraging news then you get devastating news and then you like your state closes and then you miss your mama and oh just up and down all the time yeah. craziness. But you know, I I get to do this with you guys, and that's always a highlight. Um, yes, all all the really fun shows that we've got to do recently wouldn't have happened otherwise. So that is a good thing. Not e- to even though 
even though all you hoes out there apparently have stopped listening to podcasts, I'm not talking to our audience and our listeners, of course. The royal but, uh, you hoes. The royal hoes out there. <laughs> the royal you hoes. Uh, are now apparently not listening to podcasts like they used to. Like, it's going way down. The, the downloads are suffering, I guess, because mm-hmm. people don't have their commutes. They don't have... Mm. You know the the office environments where they can throw their headphones on and listen to a show. It's you're at home. You're not thinking about it as much, and it's a shame because while the downloads have gone down, the content has gone up in many yeah. ways, like better and more of it. So I don't know. I think Jenny, you and I are doing our part. We've uh, increased our our output, if not our quality. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> we're sort of leaning into Plus. the things that, yeah, leaning into the things that we enjoy and can still do and we can podcast. So that's where we're yep. going. Yep. And then we've had some good feedback. You know, a lot of people have said like, this helped me out. Like, you know, y'all made me laugh today and like, I needed this escape and do more of this thing. And it's really cool to hear that. Like, you know, especially when you're kind of thinking like, well, nobody's listening anymore. I'm just <laughs> yeah. going to do whatever. Um, so it's cool to get that um, because it does help That's us way of, to make that it. That is one way of looking at it. If, if no one's listening anymore, then, well, <laughs> the cuffs are off, right? Right. Yeah, we'll <laughs> pretend. Sinister Breed, thank you for listening. Pod groupies, pod hoes. Pod hoes, I like that. Mm. Any pod groupies or pod hoes still listening thank you and um so this is going to cut off here in a couple minutes because you only get a two-hour time limit our time is up our time is up we're running out of time folks (laughs) see you next monday (laughs) um brother nate what do you want to um plug while we got you here uh, real quick, just basic. Nate Mosaic on the Twitters. Uh, Kings of Sport Patreon. That's where you can find these exclusive hot shows that I'm bringing out for the people right now during this quarantine mm-hmm. time. Patreon.com backslash the Kings of Sport. We got the free episode of TDT Talks with Jennifer Smith already out. And then that, that new hotness with Tim Capel. You know, you got to pay $5 for that, but that's coming mm-hmm. this weekend. So, uh, yeah, so everybody, <laughs> everybody be safe and, uh, you know, be good to people and and get this body right because you know it's gonna be a lot of thirsty people and we gotta have that have that water for them. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta quench that know, thirst. <laughs> Thank you, Nate. Always, uh, I, I, always I love the you joy. Guys. Be safe. We love you. You too. I love you, Nate. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, I will talk to you soon, Tim Capel. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Oh my gosh, um, oh. Timothy Tim Capel. What what yep. what else you got to plug? Uh, gosh, well, Nate did a great job. Look for mm-hmm. me on his show coming very soon. It sounds like uh, we have you and I, Jenny, a new episode of the Journey Through Infinity here on the Jenny Position. Mm-hmm. We looked at, what's our latest episode? The Avengers from 2012. Chapter 6. 
Chapter six, yeah. So closing out uh, phase one um, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Check that out. Mm-hmm. And we have on the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed a show that we do with our good friend Jacob Williams. That is PTB and XT. The gosh, what are we on our third episode yep. that dropped here in the past? I don't know, week or so. Time has no meaning, as we've discussed. Sure does. Uh, so check that out if you're a wrestling fan and enjoy the NXT weekly television shows. We're going back to the network era of NXT when it started on the WWE Network in 2014, just going week by week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have, of course, talking WCW with Greg Phillips, also on Place to Be Nation Wrestling. 30 and seconds. <laughs> episode of that coming soon. I better shut up. Follow me on Twitter, site six eight. It's like counting now. <laughs> I forgot we were on a, a limit there. Also at Jenny Position on Twitter and the Facebook page, the Jenny Position. Uh, there's a new episode of Bianca's First Time and many other fun things on the feed at the Jenny Position. Thank you guys for listening live. Thank you for calling in. Uh, we'll see you next time. Sure, we'll do it again. You know the girls. They would do anything for the latest bits of dick or ass. And all that is happening, and they will tell you it's love. Love spell. Reality is, you is a slave, baby. And you are getting whipped by the most famous whip of it all. The D. The D. The the condition, illness that will leave you all legs shaking, your walls trembling, and all you will need to hear is the bed rumbling. Don't act like you've never wondered what a good dick can do. I see you looking at hands, feet in length, trying to figure out whether it's blessed or not. Because we all know this shit is a weapon. A weapon of mass pussy destruction. It will make you go places you've never thought you'd go. We all been there. Nobody is immune. This is a real condition. You disturb. You can focus. And all you think of and about is the moment you will be back home and get it. Fake. You've been stigmatized. You've been stigmatized.
tight, too late. You can't realize it gets sketchy. No matter the size, not fake. You've been stigmatized. Falls off.